Hey guys, it's Kendall from Recording Lounge, and now it is time for part two of Let's Mix a Song. Let's mix and master a song uh, with Mark Pierce's song, Gold in These Hills. MarkPierceMusic.com. Check him out. Great guy. Um, we're going to start in, just go straight ahead, no fluff. Let's go for the vocal and get this thing sounding good. So let's add in this vocal, okay? This vocal needs some help. This land of my soldier Doesn't want to take me in Let's go ahead and add in the piano too, that's the main instrument. She shed nothing much of comfort Just old parochial tales to believe in Now I've asked for no favor Just a chance for my voice to be heard Things in me inexplicably she'll never see. I guess the eyes of the old blood. Okay, I'm gonna work on the vocal for a little bit because I think having the vocal, you know, getting that going pretty quick is, is pretty important. So um, I'm actually, actually gonna start by compressing this vocal. Um, it seems a little uneven. I mean, it's really dynamic. Uh, so I'm gonna compress it a little bit. This land of my soldier. I'm using a pretty fast attack, eight to one ratio. This is mainly just chopping off some of those peaks because I don't think that he recorded with any compression of any kind. So uh, there's some peaks that poke through that are really loud in comparison to other things. And so it's not really compressing anything except those loud peaks like the majority it's just touching the meter just barely just like on gold it hit 1 dB but on the rest of the line it didn't hit anything back here on love it hit 5 dB but then it went all the way back down so it's this this compressor is just sort of leveling out those big peaks just kind of taking down those transients um, this song is also really dynamic in terms of his tone so I'm gonna go ahead and add waves I'm gonna add a wave C4 to um, work a little bit with his tone so it's a little more even throughout. I can see you it also allows me a chance to kind of DS him a little bit. I can see you her and I wish her no ill, but it seems that the man made life. So I'm compressing this mid-range band which is 250 no to 2.5k on wave C4, compressing it just a little bit. I'm bypassing the low band and the high mid band and I'm de-essing the top, but I'm also boosting the gain about 4 dB on the top. So it's boosting the top end on wave C4, but then when he gets too loud on the top end, it will cut by compressing. Um, which is kind of a nice trick. I really like using Wave C4 to do that by boosting top end, but then DSing essentially. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna add an EQ now. I can actually kind of pull out this resonance. I'm hearing somewhere around 400. So here's this. I can see you up There's this. Sort of throaty resonance. It's probably a room thing. Um, so I'm going to pull that down. It's about 360 hertz, somewhere on there. I can see you up her and I wish her no ill, but it seems that the man made like me. 
Okay, I'm going to add a little bit of top end. Just a touch, a couple dB here. I can see why they love her and yeah, really bring out that breathiness. But it seems that for men made like me. And I'm going to use another DSer actually, but I'm going to use this one a little lower. This one's going to be about 4K to kind of get rid of some of this nasally. That's sort of like, that sort of upper nasal quality, and it's barely going to touch. It's mainly over here. It's just barely touching on those S's. Couple dB. The time is right for me to take flight, and I know. So. Um. The time is right. So that sounds pretty good to me. Let's listen to that in context. So we got a bass, drums. So again, all I've really done on that vocal, I compressed it a little bit up front to get some of that uh, those sharp peaks down a little bit. They were a little too loud. Um, I use Wave C4 to compress the mid-range a little because his tone, see the tone of a vocalist, a lot of the tone of a vocalist is in that sort of mid-range like 200 to 3K area, 200 hertz to 3K. That's where most of the tone of an instrument really is. And his voice changes a little bit throughout this song. You know, it goes from sort of softer and prettier and all this to a little more like full. And I want to even those out a, a little bit closer to each other. Um, so I'm compressing a couple dB in that mid-range, but not in the lows and not in the high mids. And also on C4, I'm adding a little top end, but then compressing the top end. Um, I'm also adding a little more top end, like super top, um, what you might call air, with another EQ at like 15 kilohertz. So just kind of to bring out some breathiness. And I'm taking away a little bit at 400, around 400, 350, 400 hertz, somewhere in there. And I'm DSing sort of in the upper mids. Um, about 4K, just a just a touch. So now total everything, bass, drums, lead vocal, sounds like an acoustic guitar. Sounds like this. Time is right for me to take flight, and I know, cause there's nothing left here to say. Now to me, that sounds like a great starting point. Um, you know, that's the gist of it. Now, this piano, um, this would be the other main instrument, or some would argue this is the main instrument. Um, it's a little wide for me right now, so I'm going to narrow it up a little. Going about 40% wide. Another great plugin to do the narrowing of instruments is Waves S1. Very simple. Um, yeah, this guy needs a lot of work EQ-wise also. Needs a little top-in. There's some weird resonances going on. Um, and take out some bottom-in. So, okay, let's check it out. Okay, so I'm going to add a little top-in.
filter out some of the sub-low stuff. I'm filtering out basically around 60 hertz, but I'm boosting around 80. I'm gonna cut just a little around 120. That's kind of this little tubby there. That's 120. Cutting there. Cutting a little around 300, boosting a little around 450, actually. So right now I've got the piano panned 50 right and the acoustic 50 left. I like how that sounds together. Piano might need a little bit of reverb to kind of give it a little more realism. Just a touch. I'm adding sort of a small room reverb, this is exaggerated. This is without. And with. Okay, so now the Wurlitzer. So that Wurlitzer comes in, the second verse, and it's a little boring. It's also pretty dynamic, so I'm gonna compress it a little bit. Get a little more attack out of it. So I'm doing a six to one ratio here. It's about five millisecond attack, 100 millisecond release, pretty quick release. Um, about 80% mix. Uh, I like to do a lot of parallel compression, so I'm doing that. This is uh, before compression. And after. I'm actually going to add a delay on this. I wish that it had a delay on it. I'm using one of my favorite delay plugins, which is uh, FabFilter Timeless. Great, great plugin. I don't want it on there, though. I wanted to come on for this section. 
go back off again. So I'm going to automate this delay on and off. So here, got it off. And then back on here. This is like a, one side is a quarter note and one side is an eighth note, it looks like. Something like that. Just a sort of a tape delay. And then it's still on for this. This is a chorus. And then it's on for the ending. This is that ending without the delay. And with I like a lot more. It's kind of a swirly little cool ending. So now let's check this out. So didn't really need to add any EQ to the uh, Wurlitzer. It sounded fine. Um, On TV, withdraw my soul from the The delay comes in here. So this piano, I'm going to automate a little bit. Um, it's really quiet in the intro, so I'm going to bring it up here. And pull it down in this section. And then pull it down a little more here. So it's fine here. But I'm going to bring it up a little bit. I'm actually bringing it, bringing it down right here. Up again. And though every wisp of promise. And right there, see, I'm bringing that delay on that whirly. I'm also going to bring in a delay on the vocal. Um, hmm. Maybe a doubler. Well, I could dedicate on TV. Withdraw my soul. Yeah, I'm going to bring in a doubler here. So, I'm going to put a waves doubler on the vocal, the second half of that verse, to sort of make it a little more interesting in just that one section. 
my girl. Right here. And though every wisp of promise Off. faded away like mist in the air. On. I'm rooted deep in greater truth. The spirit says, I promise you, my son. Off. You're going somewhere. That's my control surface flipping out if you hear it. Okay, so yeah, I like that. Another thing I'm going to do is I'm going to automate the effects on this vocal. So sometimes on a vocal, I might only have one or two effects, but sometimes I might have ten, but they automate at different times. So the intro, I'm going to have, let's see, just a little bit of reverb on the vocal like this. This land of my soldier doesn't want to take me in. She shed nothing much of comfort, just old parochial tales to believe in. Now I'm going to bring in some delays. And a doubler. Things in me uh, see, I'm going to bring in a delay and a verb when this chorus comes in. So check it out. The time is right for me to take flight and I know cause there's nothing left here to say. I can see why they love her and I wish her no ill, but it seems that for man made like me, there's no gold in these hills. And it's back off. So just a subtle little uh, addition of some reverb. Well, I could medicate on TV. Now there's a little delay in this verse, a little more than first verse, so check it out. Well, I could medicate on TV. Withdraw my soul from the world. But I know that there's a big story written in me and the heart of my girl. Adding some more. And though every wisp of promise faded away like mist in the air. For again, the second verse, I wanted to sound a little more interesting in the second deep half. In greater truth, the spirit says, I promise you, my son. You're going somewhere. Chorus comes in. The time is right for me to take flight, and I know, cause there's nothing left here to say. I can see why they love Adding a quarter note tape delay here, and a spring reverb, and a stereo verb. De effects cut off. There's no gold in these hands. And back on. Let him ring a little bit. Keep in mind that I'm not only automating effects on and off, I'm also automating how much effect. So that varies as well. And then they'll come on again. At least some of them. The time is right for me to take flight and I know Cause there's nothing left here This is the most effects say. in the whole song, this last I chorus. I see why they love her and I wish her no ill 
But it seems that the man made like me Effects come down There's no gold in these hills So, as you might notice, the effects varied throughout the whole song and uh, I will do this basically I set up my effects and uh, so in this whole song on that vocal there were a total of seven effects there was a mono short reverb there's a uh, 250 plate an EMT 250 plate um, that's on for most of the song there's a stereo delay that comes in um, there's a uh, another stereo delay there's a spring reverb there's a tape delay that's mono quarter note and there's a doubler um, so these things come in and out throughout the whole song and uh, I will do this a lot on lead vocals because the song needs to grow and build and change and so um, let's take a listen to the song um, with these effects on it so here we go this is the transition from verse 1 to chorus 1 it's dry and effects come in time is right I'm going to mute the backings so you can hear that a little better. Never see, I guess the eyes of the old Time is right, need to take flight, and I know, cause there's nothing left here to say. I can see why they love her, and I wish her no ill, but it's... I'm really proud of this second verse. Let's check this out. Listen to the effects that come on and off here. Written in me and the heart of my girl. I know every wisp of promise fade away like mist in the air. I'm rooted deep in greater truth. The Spirit says, I promise you, my son. Now, in one way, you might say to yourself, like, wow, that's a lot of work for a pretty subtle effect. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but again, I respond emotionally to a mix, just like a singer responds emotionally to a song or a writer responds emotionally to a song. So I wanted to do it, and uh, that it, it feels better to me that way. It feels a little more interesting without sounding weird. I must admit, I really uh, originally tried this effect a little more extreme, and uh, Mark turned it down. Uh, well, didn't turn it down, but told me to back it off a little bit, so I did. Um, so it was a little more obvious, a little less subtle, but again, he wanted to stick true to the, I want this to sound like a band in a room. I don't want it to sound like some, you know, completely overdone thing. So, um, backing vocals. I'm not really going to automate that many effects on the backing vocals, but I am going to put some effects on them. Um, and as you can see, I'm kind of going in random order almost. I mean, I'm just kind of going with what feels good. I want to work on the backing vocals right now, so I'm going to work on them. Uh, the backing vocals are going to a bus. And let's see here. On this bus, put some reverb. And these backing vocals, I'm going to EQ them a little bit make them a little bit darker. I don't want them to stick out as much because it was the same vocal chain as the lead, so I don't want them to stick out as much. Um, the time is right for me to take flight. So I'm taking off a little top end here just a touch. 
adding a little low mids like 400 cutting a little 1k the time is right just making them sound a little darker the time is right for me to take flight and i know because there's nothing left here this is right for me to take flight and i know because there's nothing left here to say okay those low ones need a little help so i'm gonna eq those a little take out some low mids on those actually is right me to take flight and I know because cutting uh, around 400 and doing a high pass and because it's the same vocal track I'm just gonna copy and paste the CQ I'm gonna compress these backing vocals too to give them a little more evenness sort of a general compression thing uh, Four to one attack, or, or sorry, four to one ratio, one millisecond attack, hundred millisecond release, couple dB. They're a touch mid rangey still. I do want them to separate a little bit from the lead vocal, so I'm okay with them being a little mid range, a little dark, and sort of boxy because I want them to separate a lot from Mark's voice, which is really bright. For me to take flight and I know Cause there's nothing left here to say I can see why they love her And I wish her no end is right For me to take flight and I know I'm gonna widen out the backing vocals a little bit It is right for me to take flight and I know Cause there's nothing left here to say I can see why they love her and I wish her no end. So I'm gonna put just a touch of reverb on these guys. Is right for me to take flight and I know cause there's nothing. Just to kind of tie them together a little bit. Is right for me to take flight and I know cause there's nothing left here to say. I can see why they love her and I wish her no ill. So altogether those leads sound like this. Leads and backing sound like this. So at this point, I'm actually going to add um, some master bus compression, kind of tie everyone together. And I'm also going to add one of my favorite plugins, Slate Tape Machines, Virtual Tape Machines. There's nothing left here to say I can see why they love her 
So don't be fooled, it is louder, yes, but um, I haven't really done that much to it. I'm just put on slate tape machines, uh, put on a master bus compressor, I'm compressing a couple dB just to kind of tie everything together. Um, two to one ratio, one millisecond attack, program dependent release. And I'm actually, uh, again, I really like parallel, so I'm actually only doing about 60% wet on the master bus compressor. Compressing about 3 or 4 dB actually, so 60% wet, but compressing 3 or 4 dB. So, um, I'm going to work on these strings now. The strings need some love. So, let's start with the lead. It's very dynamic, so we need to compress this too. About 3 to 1 ratio here. 2 millisecond attack. Uh, fastest release possible. Um, about 60% wet. I'm doing a high pass filter on the side chain of the compressor at 150 hertz, so it's uh, not looking at anything down there. It's compressing quite a bit, actually, but it's, it's only about half wet. And it's a little dull, too, so I'm going to add some top end, take away some honkiness. Uh, let's see, add a little top. And I'm going to cut everything below 80 hertz on this. And I'm also going to cut some 150. Sort of a resonance happening around 1k. Cut that out. And let's see here. There's also a little bit of something going on. It's like a harsh sort of mid rangey thing. That. That's about 2.5k. I'm going to cut that. So this is before EQ. 
and after. So again, cut about 2 dB at 150, uh, about 4 dB at 1K, geez, about 10 dB at 2.5K, there's a sort of a harsh mid-range frequency going on there. Uh, boosted a shelf 2 dB at about 4K and boosted a little air up about 12K and then high pass at 80. Add a little reverb to this too. Need a little more space. Oh, that's nice. Well, and also keep in mind that um, this is being mixed in with these. Uh, these guys. These need some help too. Some weird mid-range stuff going on on these strings. Jeez. It's around 450. Check this out. Um, I'm boosting about 40, 400 hertz right now. I'm going to take that out. That's... Um, so I'm cutting about 5 dB at 400 hertz. On the string bus. The real key to me to making virtual strings sound real is automation. Automation of uh, the volumes of them because they, they just never seem to have the right envelope. Like it doesn't sound like, um, you know, like real strings happening. Like it doesn't sound like the, the you know, like the, the dynamics of a, of a real player playing. It doesn't sound like that to me. It sounds kind of close, but... So I'll, I'll do a lot of automation on these, and I'll do it with the fader. I have a control surface, as you can hear it moving. Um, I'll do a lot of automation with these um, on all three tracks. So I, like I said, I've got a violin solo. I've got uh, the cello track, the violin track, and the viola track. And then I've got a string bus. So I'll automate basically all four of those um, sort of up and down in different sections. So I'll, I'll play you. Here's what I'm going to do. Um, again, because I've already done this mix, let me play you the strings not automated, and then I'll play you the strings automated, so you can hear the difference. So this is not automated. I want to put some reverb on these strings too, a little bit. Kind of a nice hall-like church reverb. beautiful so these strings the violin solo the synth cello synth viola and synth violin are all going to a bus this bus has reverb it has EQ and that's it um, so let's listen to that whole section now uh, with no with no automation on the strings and then we'll listen to it with this is without automation Seems that for me 
actually kind of flat. Um, you know what I mean? It's just kind of flat. It doesn't really grab you. So let's automate these, and you'll hear the big difference that it makes. It really grabs you a lot more when that in that transition. Ah, uh, what to do with this flute? I think I am going to just drench this thing in reverb. Kind of make it sort of an ambient element way in the back right here. I don't mind the notes that are being played, I just don't really like the sound of it. Um, so I'll push it in the back and it kind of adds this sort of nice almost synth thing in the back. Pre-delay might be a little long. I'm gonna automate a little more top end on this acoustic here. It seems like it's super lost. So here, I'm gonna add a little more top end here and right now. up a little. It's got this beautiful long reverb on the end of them, so you'll hear them sustained. In this bass, I am going to take this last note and sort of reverse it, and then swell it up. So this is uh, before... And that's it. This is after. 
just kind of swells up. So this is that ending now. Nice little reverb trail there. So let's see what else. I've done some automation on the vocals, obviously. I've done a couple little things with the words, certain lines up and down. Um, same with the backing vocals. Uh, this line, Mark had mentioned this to me. me. That me at the end was really loud in comparison, so it stuck out a little much. Um, let's see. Well, honestly, at this point, I'm starting to be pretty happy with this mix. So what I'm going to do is just listen to it again um, and do any tiny little changes that I might see fit while I'm listening. I'm not going to make you sit through it while I listen to it again. But um, again, I, it's nice to just sit back and, and listen to the whole song because sometimes you can get stuck in like, you know, sitting and listening to like the verse for 30 minutes or something and you forget, oh yeah, it's a whole song. So I'm just going to sit and listen to the whole song and make any tiny little changes if I feel it's necessary. All right, so stand by. So as I listened to that, there was a couple of other things that I automated. Um, I brought uh, the piano down a little bit here. Um, and let's see here. Plus there's nothing left here to say. So I took out a little bottom end, this section here, of the piano. It starts to get fuller, so I took out some bottom end on the piano there. At the end, the whirly fades down and then back up. Check it out. Fading down. fades up to that very end. So that whole ending, um, similar thing happens on the violins and a uh, little bit on the bass. So it sounds like this, that whole ending. There's no gold in these And on that last second, I turn off all the effects on basically everything except the strings. Um, so that delay on the whirly here, it just shuts off, right? Right there. Um, any effects on the vocal are being brought down on this last right here. So those effects have been brought down. Other than that, let's see here. I'm pretty happy with the way this is sounding right now. 
Um, so let's recap here. What do we got on everything? Okay, so the vocal. We've got a compressor, we've got a multiband compressor, we've got an EQ, and we've got a de-esser. Uh, as far as effects go, uh, they vary throughout, but we've got a plate, a tape delay, quarter note, I think. We've got a spring reverb that's mono and very dark. Um, we've got a stereo delay and another stereo delay. I think they're just both different timings. Um, one looks like uh, just kind of eighth note, and the other one's more like quarter note. Um, the backing vocals, we've got compression on all of them. We've got EQ and we've got them sent to a bus. The bus has some reverb, it's got a little bit of stereo widening to push them a little farther out. Um, and like I said, just a touch of reverb. Piano is pan 50 right. Uh, a little narrowing on the uh, stereo side. Little EQ, actually quite a bit of EQ on that piano. Um, got some reverb on the piano, again just a touch. Uh, we've narrowed it down to about 40% width. Uh, the Whirly, we've got compression, no EQ, but uh, we've got the delay, the quarter and eighth delay. Um, the Flute, we've got drenched in reverb. Violin Solo, we've got compression, EQ, and reverb. This beautiful combination of reverb. The cello and the viola and the violins have nothing on them individually, but on the bus, the string bus, they do. Little EQ taken out at 400. And adding a little bit of top. Actually, I'm adding a little bit of top on the strings, like around 12K, but then I'm taking off everything above that. Like this stuff, I'm taking off. So I'm kind of rolling it off at 12K, but then boosting around 12K, if that makes sense. And I've got this uh, reverb on there, it's sort of a church reverb. Um, looks like about six seconds. Only about 50% wet. No, wait, 30% wet. To me, that makes a big difference. This is without. And with. Yeah, and see that all those little automation things uh, help to accentuate that last little note. Um, as well as. Uh, this sort of section here. The strings kind of all swell up a little bit there um, and then come back down. Um, let's see here. Acoustic guitar has uh, slate tape machines. It's got uh, noise reduction, it's a little noisy. Uh, the EQ adding some top end and taking off some sub lows and compression. Bass has slate tape machines, um, actually doing quite a bit of sort of leveling. Um, 
adding a little uh, 120 hertz on the bass, cutting at around 300, um, and chopping off the super highs above 6K, basically. Um, actually adding also a touch of lows around 50 hertz. Uh, let's see here. Nothing on the crash swells, cymbal swells that we added. Uh, tambourine. I didn't even look at the tambourine. That tambourine could use a little help. I think I'm going to add some reverb. Some really washy reverb. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, let's see, the stereo rooms got some narrowing. Uh, overhead got some narrowing and a little bit of top end added and a little bit of sub low taken out. Kick got a little bit of 80 hertz boosted, a little bit of 180 cut, and a lot of 700, 800, 750 area um, cut and boosted a little top on the kick as well. Uh, again, the, one of the reasons I'm not going too specific on this is that, you know, for general purpose, it, it shouldn't matter specifically the frequency. Like, you move it around until you it sounds, you know, oh, I need to cut that, and then you cut it. Or, oh yeah, that's what I want to boost, and then you boost it. Um, it's not rocket science, you know. you it's It's all about how you perceive it. And I wish I could teach you more about how to perceive better or perceive you know what's wrong with something because I think that's one of the biggest problems a lot of guys they you know they're like I don't understand you know why can't I get good at mixing or whatever and it's like no you just need more practice it has nothing to do with you being not good or whatever it's like you just need more practice you know it it's a game of habit really I mean you you learn what to listen for on certain things. You learn to say, okay, you know, that kick drum, how does that interact with the bass guitar? Are they okay? Does the kick need a little more snap? Um, or does it need a little less snap? Or does the bass need more thump or whatever? Or does the snare drum need a little more bottom end? Um, anyway, so the kick out, I'm taking out some highs, uh, taking out a lot of the mids, and just boosting the sub sort of under 100 area. And uh, I'm cutting the super low stuff. Like I've, I've got a high pass filter on most of the tracks uh, around 20 hertz, uh, 20, 30 hertz. Uh, actually, yeah, on almost all the tracks other than some of the string. No, I've got them on the buses there. On almost every track that has an EQ, I've got a high pass filter somewhere in like the 20 to 40 range. 
uh, sometimes higher on certain things. Like you might remember on the acoustic, I had a high pass at about 80 or 90. So, but I generally will put a high pass on most things. Um, the snare has a little bottom end added, and the snare also has a little bit of reverb on it, but not much. Check it out. Just a little. Um... Just a touch, really. Uh, toms have nothing. Uh, actually, the floor tom has a little bottom end added. The, the lowest of the floor toms. Uh, let's see here. The drum bus has a little bit of EQ. Cutting around 200. Boosting around 4K. And boosting around 7K. There's a little bit of reverb. There's a little bit of compression. Uh, one millisecond attack, four to one, 200 millisecond release. Uh, soft knee, about three decibels. That's all the drums. And I guess that's basically it. I mean, that's basically the whole mix. So at this point, um, you know, I would master the mix. So let's um, let's kind of I'll give you a rough demo of maybe what I would do for the master. So I'm gonna render this mix and we'll master it. Okay, so I hope you guys have liked part two of uh, let's mix and master a song. And um, again, any questions that you guys have about this, feel free to email me recordingloungepodcast at gmail.com. And if you have questions about uh, whether or not you want me to mix a song for you, since I do freelance mixing and mastering. Go for it. Ask me any questions you got. Check out the blog and check out the Facebook page. Uh, the blog is recordinglounge.blogspot.com. The Facebook is facebook.com slash recordinglounge. And uh, again, if you want to learn more about mixing, check out my book, threedimensionalmixing.com. It's all in words, no numbers, just threedimensionalmixing.com. You can buy the book in PDF. Um, it is a big pain in the butt trying to get the book uh, worked up into print. But one of these days, I will have the time to do it. I've had a lot of stuff going on, which I should be able to share with you guys soon. But um, anyway, uh, stay in contact, keep in touch, and uh, come join the conversation over on Facebook. And we'll be back next time with the mastering of this song.